year was 1992 and disney came out with an amazing animated feature that we're not talking about on this episode ladies and gentlemen you probably were sitting there thinking to yourself they're like i know what they're talking about that movie is amazing but we're not we're not talking about that one because we're talking about some courtroom drama right now hello everybody my name is tommy james aka the oh so smooth aka the smooth effect himself welcome to the flick book the podcast for the non-average movie viewer and you guys heard the last two episodes how this works let's just play some fucking fun right now i'm I, i'm so like crazy with my words because i have so much i want to say but i don't want to just choose jump into it correctly. too fast webin choose your words correctly right? I, i'm trying i'm waiting i'm waiting because i'm excited to move on to the next part but before we get there objection let, uh, Sorry, sustained sustained all rise sustained and now i'm gonna have to overrule it because let's go and introduce our panelist our other host let's start with mr a-town ryan yes yes i am alex a-town ryan your former Six time who you got champion. And I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth about this film. Cause woo, I'm excited about this one. Like, Oh, it's going to be fun. I don't, I don't even want to get to, I'm just, let's just go. Let's say, say it's one of those. Like, like, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. You I don't, I don't get what to, to say. Next I'm, I'm so, I'm so stuck, but I'm very excited to talk about it. So we're going to move on to our next witness or our next panelist. And I have to ask this gentleman, I have one question for you, sir. Okay. Can you handle the truth? You can handle the truth. Mr. Malave, hello. How you doing? It is Mr. Malave, your current Who You Got champion four times, baby. The longest reigning Who You Got champion is now the four-time Who You Got champion. And I am excited for this movie. And I just I just can't wait to get, get put under oath here, man. Let's go. Yeah, we're, we're all getting put under oath because we have to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I'm not going to say so help me, God, because I don't know if you know this, but they removed that. You no longer have to say, yeah. you know, for God. Yeah. It's just under can't put oath. put your hand on your Bible either. Just yeah, they took that away too because you could technically say, yeah, so help me, God, I do, and then lie. I'm not a Christian. I'm an And then be like, no, sorry, I don't believe in God. So they had to remove that because people are stupid and strict. So we're talking... A few good men. There's a couple of good men in this movie. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about them. There's 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 a good woman in this movie, um, but there's a few good men in this movie. Now, this movie is based on Aaron Sorkin's 1989 play that he made, which good shit, Mr. Sorkin. This is directed by Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, big name, Mr. A-Town. Oh, no, no. I Looking back, I was like, okay, now I get it. You know what? It, okay. Just was when he first pops up. I'm like, really? He did this? Then I remembered his resume. I was like, okay, yeah. But even so, the style of this film didn't fit his style. And I, it was bothering me mm-hmm. throughout the whole film until the end when they showed screenplay and it had Aaron. So I was like, that's why. Yeah, yeah. This that's is why. this is just literally the vision of Aaron Sorkin 
with Rob Reiner standing behind a camera. Because, I mean, this is yeah. the guy that did Stand By Me, The Princess Bride, when Harry yeah. met Sally, Misery. Like, this man can do some shit behind that camera. Um, but now let's get into the cast themselves, because this is a cast. <laughs> this is a cast. We're talking about Tom Cruise. Um, young Tom Cruise, by the at, way. At his most energetic. Oh, like, yeah. This, and this is full on. We spoke Batman. We're double Nicholson right now because Jack Nicholson's in this movie. Jackie again? Uh, Jackie again? We did Jackie again. Uh, Demi Moore is in this movie. Kevin Bacon. Ah. Kevin Pollock is in this movie. You usually see him in some comedies. Nailing yeah. it in this movie, I will say. Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. And a oh, few no. other people that we'll get into that they appear um, but shocking. I was like, great <laughs> names are in this film. So let's get to the plot real quick. We'll start with the plot. It's very straightforward, very simple. So it's two, uh, two court martial. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm all two over Marines. the place. Two, two Marines. Marines. Look, I'm so excited. Yeah. I have so much to say. Two yeah. Marines that were charged with murder of another fellow Marine. And this is going to be pretty much the trial for them. We have the yeah. two lawyers, which one of the lawyers is Tom Cruise and the other lawyer being Kevin Bacon, who's representing the yeah. government. Tom Cruise representing the two Marines. And they're boys. And they're homies. They are they are friends. Yeah, they're they're, friends, yeah. they're friends, but they both do their job, and that's the kicker when it comes to this. So right off the bat in the beginning, we see we see the act actually happen. Yeah. We see the blood. Which I will say I thought it was gonna be worse. Yeah, I thought yes. are they about to do what I think they were gonna do? Yeah, yeah. They, you thought they were gonna rape them. Yeah. Given the time period, if it was today, I think they would have altered it. Yeah. To make it work, no, because they know because that would go against what the film was about. Yeah. So, but my mind went to the worst of why are they tying sure. his hands up, why are they pushing him against? Are they about to pull it? Like that's where my yeah, sure, I seen sure. This, so I was like, shit. Sure, yeah, and I can I can minute. totally understand that. Um, as now. Uh, just like Mr. Malave did last time, I'm going to ask you guys, you know, how, when was the last time you seen the movie and how did this movie personally make you feel? I'll start because I haven't seen the movie since I was a kid on like TNT or TBS. So I may have caught scenes here and there. Obviously, there's the famous, famous scene. We'll get there. Um, and now watching it because I rewatched it yesterday um, into today. And I was I was glued as almost as if I'd never watched it before. Like I'm sitting there going like, oh, 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 oh. like, and then the, I'll get to that. But Mr. Malave, uh, when when did you first see this film? Um, I I think I saw it on like a Saturday afternoon like matinee on like Channel Eleven when I was like ten. You know what I mean? And my dad. My dad was like, put it on and everything else too. And like, we were watching it throughout the commercials and like, he'd seen it before. And like, I, at the time, I was just like, you know, I didn't really like get much of it. You know what I mean? Cause like, with the try, I get it, it was a trial, it was a dramatics and everything else too. But you know what? Like, throughout the years, of course, we, we've known, of course, the, uh, the most famous scene and everything else too. And like, different like subtext of the movie gets brought up here and there. And, and, you know, that's what I've known about it. And then once you pick this for, the flick book i sat down i think it was thursday night um and i saw it with commercials too uh <laughs> amazon prime i should have used my link people my wait, because i saw it whatever, and i was like, like i can't do that because I, yeah. I needed to get yeah. plus it was a time crunch i saw it this morning so i was like yeah, i don't have time it was right. like it a makes preview sense. or whatever i saw it on there but i was on the edge of my seat like i was listening to every counter argument every question i was even like ah uh -uh, don't don't answer that don't no no 
fuck. You know, like I was in it. I was in it to win it, and I, I, in all its glory, it hit. It hit like I never thought this movie hit me before. Um, and like, yeah, man, I was glued to the edge of my seat. Um, and uh, then I didn't know. Also, that famous scene came like right at the very end, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, you didn't know that. <laughs> again, like it, it was. It's been a while. You know what I mean? Oh, so, okay. um, yeah, man, I I was glued. Uh, I thought, you know, it, it was it was good. I mean, it's not. I mean, to me, I've seen a lot of courtroom dramas, or, or like throughout my years. Um, and this is this is up there. This is up there with it. But um, but yeah, man, I, I enjoyed it. Okay, Mister A Town. Yeah, uh, my uncle used to love this movie. I just never cared to watch it as much. He, he had the DVD. He would always. And he loved he loved the oldies. So like when we used to be by their plan, he'd be watch, it'd be on in the back of my I'm not paying attention. I'm not enjoying myself. Watching it, that guy, and like I said, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, why does this style seem so familiar? The dialogue, the quickness, the the back and forth, the fucking walk-in talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Walk and like, talk. This, yeah, I'm like, why does shit this shit seem so familiar? So like I said, when we get to and I see it's Aaron Sorkin, I have to smack myself in the head, like, of course it is. Because again, I am a big of 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 all like creatives. I know everyone said they have their favorite director. I have a favorite writer, and that's Aaron Sorkin. Mm-hmm. Everything he's done from The West Wing, Sports Night, The Newsroom, um, uh, The Social Network, at The American President, Charlie Wilson's War, I've watched it all. Because he has a style where none of his films are action movies. Most of his films don't have action it's movies. Drama. It's yep. it's drama, drama and it's run. Solely by the dialogue that most of the time, like I like to like multitask when I'm watching something. Yeah, his shows, and it, I'm, it's not taken away from him, but you can do other things and still watch it, and the dialogue will keep you engaged. Like I want to watch The West Wing now. After, well, after I watch all my other shit again, oh shit, just so Can I could exact yes, just so I could get that feeling of just good ass dialogue again. Another movie I'll recommend that just um the Trial of the Chicago Seven, oh, which is so similar with similar so to this. It's again. He knows how to create moments and build up to moments and and suspense and little bit little by little until the big bomb got you revealed. Yeah. And this film had me. Again, it's so fucking relevant. It is. It's so, that's what it, it's relevancy. It, it's not dwindled. Again, it's a, it is a court martial. It's the and he follows courtroom procedure. It's not just for dramatic. Oh, like no, when someone was getting emotional, people got checked. Yes. Can, when he had to I interject, checked. when there were there's certain scenes. Oh, I know you got your favorite scene, but there's some certain scenes I got to okay. talk throughout that. It's yeah. like I got goosebumps where to the point where I couldn't multitask yep. to the point where I had to stop and rewind because I had to hear the dialogue mm-hmm. of why certain things mattered. And Tom Cruise, again, young Tom Cruise. Again, we went through the um this movie, man. There's so much meat on this bone. There really is, and now we're going to dive into that bone and get some get get that meat off. Now we're not going to get all the meat off, but we got to leave yeah. some for that non-average movie viewer. Yes, they yes. they they may need to watch this, but we won't talk about that. We'll try until to leave the end. leave a little scraps. Leave we'll a little bit of scraps, a little bit. They can cut it off the bone if anything. They do say the best taste though comes from the meat closest to the bone. Yeah. So let's look at it this way, okay? Tom Cruise is a lawyer. Okay, he's yeah. a lieutenant. He's a, lute- a l- uh, what is he? A lieutenant in colonel in the navy. It's in the lieutenant- navy. Lieutenant Cat, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's a, he's a colonel. He's a yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, he's just a lieutenant because he's a junior yeah, grade. He's, he's very lower at the thing. The other guy, right. Markerson, is a lieutenant colonel. Yes, Markerson is a lieutenant months. colonel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so nine months since he joined the navy. Right, and he's he's a lawyer, 
and but his main thing is that he doesn't get to the trial. He Media. usually settles outside. He usually hooks up whoever he's looking like looking out yeah. for or whose client is being like, hey, they wanted to put you away for 20. I got you away for five and you'll be out in two. That's his thing. That's why he's the bang, bang guy. He knocks it all the way out. Um, but this changes a little bit um, because now he's going to set foot in the courtroom, which is where he's not as comfortable as we learn as the movie goes on. And then, oh, yeah. and then it changes, though, but then it gets crazy. So, again, the whole point of here is someone dies, one of the Marines die, and there's two of them that they believe committed murder. Yeah. Now we start to get a little bit more into the breakdown, and this is when Tom Cruise gets involved. Kevin Pollack is technically his right-hand man. They originally... But again, they even mentioned it. He was like, I'm just I don't need to be here. He'll finish anything. this in like a day. He said four days. Gold- He'd be done yeah, in four so days. He's like, four days. It's like, he's just going to plead, plead, bomb, bomb. You're like, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. So why why do I need to help him? Even the, the, the their captain is, uh, you've seen in a bunch of shit too. The guy, the, the, their boss. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is he doing? Yeah, no, again, bang. People will just cameo in this film. Yes. So uh, Demi Moore is the one that wants to originally take on the case. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're more of a paper person. You sit in the back. And we get to see. And uh, one thing I will say about this film, though, character progression. Everybody has progression. There's not one person in this film that stays where they're at, except the kid that died because he died. So he can't have progression. But (laughs) everybody else is has progression even the judge even the judge does which and i think that's what makes you feel like you're really in the courtroom with them because there's one point where he flips and he goes hold on hold on answer the fucking question like no Uh that's good answer the question so they get they hire tom cruise tom cruise comes in and he's thinking we're just gonna knock it out he goes he meets the the two marines they're pretty much discussing everything. They're they're saluting because you know yeah, so that's, it was again a lot, big thing is brainwash. I'm not gonna call it brainwash. I mean, I'm not gonna disrespect. Those it's things. more like discipline in a sense. It's that's how they look at it to a fault, though. It's, yeah, because I always say yes, you got to be able to follow orders and things, but you got to have a mind of your own to an extent. And sometimes yeah, sure. in in these things, you follow to it, it's to your detriment. And like yeah. like even when they say it, like yo, you didn't think. To, yeah, no, but we it's don't also, question it. But it's also like the fear of discipline, right? The fear of uh, you know getting in trouble or being wanting to belong. I think because a lot of which, these guys, they which they do mention, this yeah, does get mentioned actually. Yeah. And I, I have it. I, know what scene, I have something. I know what scene it is. Yeah, we'll we'll get there where you know it, it does get mentioned. So the main purpose here is that Demi Moore's character, uh, Joan Galloway. She is suspecting that Dawson and Downey, those are the two Marines that caused the, we're going to say, attack, yeah. uh, carried out a code red. Mm-hmm. Now, that is a real thing, by the way. Mm-hmm. That is an absolute real thing. Uh, Mr. Malave, do you know what a code red is? Yes, a code red is when uh, someone steers away from the pat and then the pat kind of just like gets at him to make sure he gets put back in place and it's and it's from their crew you know what i mean it's from their crew issued by their captain or the commanding officers right so it's a violent punishment pretty much yeah, they it's, they, it's, it's like a they fuck you, you know, up like in college yeah it's like a hazing you know what i mean yeah. like in hazing is used mainly before you get inducted or whatever but this is more like all right you're fucking up we gotta discipline you it's like a check you know yeah what I mean? they're in checking wrestling, you in wrestling, that's a, it's called a, fuck, what is it a called receipt. in wrestling? 
a receipt. You yeah. know what I mean? You messed up a move. I'm going to hit you for real. That's a receipt. Right. This is a little more in depth of when course, it comes yeah. to than, uh, than the WWE. However, you, yes, it is true, though. It's like a receipt. Um, it's pretty much like you're getting out of line. So we're going to kick your ass. They don't murder a person this yes, is why there's yeah. a trial about this um but they're not and sure it doesn't even have to be always violent though no 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 it doesn't have scene, to be violent yeah there's a scene when noah uh, no damn i gave him away who he was but there's a scene when one of the people yeah. when they're talking about what a code red is he's like yeah they just shaved my head yeah so they punched there's them levels and they punched it. them yeah, and they punched them so yeah there's levels to it but this happened with and which they never say why he died they know because so they, they, they mentioned that there's a toxin in there, but yeah. the way Tom they, Cruise is trying to pull it where it's like, is I love that part <laughs> when yeah, he's just like, so, but yeah. is it possible, possible. Yeah. that so, he may have had a condition that made it happen quicker? And, well, we, yeah, and we never get the truth. We never get. No, the because the doctor denied. Well, he agrees to de he agrees to deny in the long run because he's sitting yeah. there saying that. Well, yeah, of course, it's possible you could have a condition. Well, did, did he have the condition? No, he didn't. And then he pulls it out. and He goes, well, you're claiming here he had, you know, and then he makes him read it where yeah, he's like he yeah. had heart problems, but, asthma. And then he's like, well, that seems like the conditions. Is it possible? No, it's not possible. But that, that's what I mean. Like as the audience, though, we tend to get to find out these things. That's right. I mean. Yeah. We know we never find out exactly why How? he died. Most right. movies, they say. Yeah, they showed that, and then they show, oh, this would really happen. As uh, that, mm -hmm. that's we never get the truth of why he died. No, we don't know how deeper it went. Was there really a toxin? No. Was there that it was? They they allude to it. So that's what made this good is that we're in the trial. We're the mm -hmm. audience because we don't know the truth. We're either. part of the right. juror too. Yeah, we're I mean, never given the true truth. That's why it's like you can't handle the truth because we never get it. Right, and I and I, and I love that that we we don't really get the closed book yet. We get a closed book, but. There's still questions there, and that makes for, I mean, I would say it makes for a good movie sometimes. You don't need all the questions answered. You need to kind of think, like, wow, damn, well, what happened to this? Which makes proves you were actually invested in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't know if it was poisoned, if he was poisoned, if he had a heart condition and it just shit just got fucked up because he was bleeding from the mouth. They even said, like, yeah. the lungs began to bleed, yeah. and that's why we see the blood on the pillow. Um but then they kind of tear uh, stray away from that because the, all they're trying to do is to prove that these guys murdered him on their own time, on their own you know mindset. And Tom yeah. Cruise is trying to say, no, it was an order for them yeah. to do that. Now, the death is just an accident. Yeah. Which, in the long case, that's kind of where they're, they're going for. It. It's an accident. Yeah. It was that he was not supposed to die. Yeah. Um, because as they know... The, so the Marine that died is uh, Mr. Santiago, William Santiago. Mr. Santiago. He wanted out. He wanted to be out. We see a little couple clips with him where he's, you can see he's by himself. And he's tumbling down, like, you know, he's getting pushed and all this shit. So he's pretty much getting bullied. And he wants out of the Marines. He's been asking for a transfer. And then... Nine months of letters. Nine months of letters mm -hmm. that were sent to a gentleman by the name of Colonel Nathan Jessup. Played by Jack Nicholson, Mister Malave. When you seen Jack, you saw Jack. You've already you saw Jack last week. You saw him as the Joker. Yep. Now you're seeing him as Jack Nicholson, the Army Man. Yes, yes, yes. How you, how does that make you feel looking at Jack when he popped up in the scene? Because he's only in three scenes, by the way. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, look at this Jackie. You know what I mean? And um, I I was just like, holy shit. But you know what? 
I was like, he's an asshole. <laughs> like, right off the jump, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, like, I, like he, when he's giving, like, all the orders, and it's Keith or Sutherland there, and he's telling him, like, listen, this is what we're going to do. He is not going to get transferred. You're going you're gonna to make sure he stays out of this and this and this. He's trying to patch things, and he goes, uh, I forgot the, the the line he says, and he was just like, I may, and he repeats it when he's on the, on the stand, but he goes, I'm, I, I, we are... We're in the business of saving lives. Saving lives. Saving lives. We're in the business of saving lives here, and we're gonna save this guy's life too. Like you get me, and like I, I kind of like, I kind of like felt it. I was like, oh, is he doing the right thing here? I, I, like I was, I was confused. You know what I mean? Because he's kind of like burying these letters, but he's also telling him like, take it easy on him. You know what I mean? But. But then they didn't take it easy on him. But then he ordered, like, it was so confusing. But this goes from, this goes from, like, what you said, Aton, with the character development on this thing, right? He's in three, he's in three scenes. But I feel like Jack Nicholson, he didn't, his character didn't develop much either. Exactly. At all. Out of all the other characters, he's the only one who stood true to his guns and didn't change even from the end. Even at the end, Still which we'll get, get to. He still, when he was like, all that shit happened, he still was just like, no, no. Like, and he stood to his guns. You know what I mean? So that's why I said, like, he came off as like kind of like an asshole, but the person, like you mentioned too, and you didn't want to say drinking the Kool-Aid, I feel like for him the most, he's... He's drank the most of the Kool-Aid. I think he's he's the he's, one who's, he's stirring the shit. He's stir- yeah, <laughs> making he's the Kool-Aid. The one that's making it all. Yeah. Even when his second in command afterwards, when Arkansas. like yeah, Arkansas, when they dismissed Keith Sutherland's character, when he goes, "Don't you ever question what was the line? Don't you ever question my command in front of another officer?" Well, he's pretty you much saying, mean? "I know we came up and camped together. I know yes. you know we did Are this." Are you jealous? But pretty much, he was just like, "See, you went one way, and I moved up." And yes. because now you Kinda think because like we're in his face. Yeah, well, it's most like, you know, we're, you know, we're buddies. But if you think you're going to question my authority in front of another officer, I'll, I'm going to slap you upside your head. Yeah, like, it doesn't I'll work like that, which is interesting and a big theme in this film, too, with the ranking system yes. of how yeah. the military truly works and you see it in the courtroom yep. and we'll get to that part too but oh, when the, court, when I the mean, judge just pulled rank two oh, everybody pull, when they pull rank and you don't and I didn't know about this shit either oh, yeah, you know yeah. I didn't know how the military works if that's even true turns out it is you can't do that <laughs> but we'll talk about that we're not up to that part yet um, the one scene I'm going to start with right off the bat I, oh I wanted to talk on Jessup little. oh no please go ahead go ahead yeah, yeah. so ahead. Yeah, Jessup is an example of when you reward someone for bad behavior long enough, they begin to believe that's how things are supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. It's his his mindset and the way he views the world has been was been validated all the way up to where he reaches where he's control of an entire base in Guantanamo Bay. And so, because it was violated, and a lot of people to this day, I will say, agrees with that mindset, with that behavior. The only thing is that it doesn't get exposed as much. And so him moving that was fine in his eyes. That's why he didn't get when he got in trouble and when people were questioning him because it's like, no, this is a lot. And you see the difference between Marcuson and him. That's why he gets moved up because as long as it gets results, most people don't want to know how the sausage is made. Exactly. And that's what he's basically telling everyone. It's like you, when, he, when he gives the line, he means that shit. Because mm-hmm. You don't think his superiors know what he was doing? You don't think people of above course. him know how shit was going down? Sure. The problem is someone died. Yes, and, and that, now it's and, red and, now, and now it has to be 
address. Even when they had the conversation with the Memoir and the two guys where they're like, uh, go get something to drink. He's like, she's like, no, I'm fine. No, I'll no, get we're coffee. Gonna we're going to talk. Your back. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk behind your back. And they walk out and they're like, yo, this, I thought we got, I thought we took care of this red, cold red thing. What's going mm-hmm. on? Oh, well, it's still happening. He's like, yeah. Like, even him, he's like, I don't want to know. That's why when he gives the order, he says, tell him to the point where I don't need to know about it, that we can be on the record yep. that I just said no. Even It's going to happen. You better let it happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't need to hear it. But right. and that's thing. It's a lot of uh, double don't talk. Ask, don't tell. Don't ask. Don't ask. Yeah. Don't ask. Don't tell. And that goes on to this day. But he's a guy that was rewarded because of that. True. So, of course, he's not going to know any better because this is what they give him medals for. That's right. And to be this and mold minds into that way. Yeah. It's almost like counterintuitive of what he was saying that like we're in the business of saving lives, yeah. but you don't care which other lives you affect in the process. Yeah. Well, he gets called out for that. Yeah. For yeah. pretty much yeah. what he says. Move it you know, um, so speaking of Jack Nicholson, um, one of the scenes that I'm going to mention right now, and I have it queued up as well, is when they meet him in Cuba, when uh, Tom Cruise and D- Demi Moore is talking to him. And I'm going to play it right now because, I honestly, this is when they have lunch together. It's pretty great. So here we go. And if it happens to go on without my knowledge, so be it. I run my unit how I run my unit. You want to investigate me, roll the dice and take your chances. I eat breakfast 300 yards from 4,000 Cubans who are trained to kill me. So don't think for one second that you can come down here, flash a badge and make me nervous. Colonel, I just need a copy of Santiago's transfer order. What's that? Santiago's transfer order. You guys have paperwork on that kind of thing. I, I just need it for the file. For the file? Yeah. Of course, you can have a copy of the transfer order for the file, Danny. I'm here to help in any way I can. Thank you. You believe that, don't you, Danny? That I'm here to help you in any way I can? Of course. Corporal will take you by personnel on your way out to the flight line, and you can have all the transfer orders that you want. But you have to ask me nicely. I beg your pardon? You have to ask me nicely. You see, Danny, I can deal with the bullets and the bombs and the blood. I don't want money, and I don't want medals. What I do want for you to stand there in that faggoty white uniform and with your Harvard mouth extend me some fucking courtesy. You got to ask me nicely. Beast. So, oh, my God. And, Beast. And you know what's funny about that scene also? It screams insecurity. Yeah. yeah. It's because you, like, he, he had, before, right before Tom asks him, he's below, he's like, yeah, I'll do this and I'll do that. The moment he asks him for those transfer papers, he got caught with his pants down. He flipped, yeah. Yeah, he's like, wait, you want, what? Oh, 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 yeah, you're going to have it if you want, but but no, you got to ask me, like, you're this and you're that, and you're going to ask me not. Like, it's it's like a child yes. yeah. that got caught and is trying to be stubborn, like, because, you know, he knew damn well he didn't have what he wanted. Right. But he's like, oh, yeah. But, again, it's also the transparency that you have to be transparent. Right. You're going to do the bullshit, you got to stand in front of it. Sure. Yeah. Which is a theme of also that, technically, what the downfall of it was transparency. Yeah, you could talk all the big talk, but when it's time to back that shit up, you get scared. Right. And that was freaked the fear. But God damn it, did Jack not, his character, killed not it. hold that shit. Oh, but he killed it. Oh, it was so good. And, and we so find bad. out, we find out later that Tom Cruise asked that on purpose. Mm-hmm. 
because mm-hmm. he wanted to. And Demi Moore calls him out, but you asked yeah. him to see how he would react, and you yeah. got the reaction you wanted to. He got pissed, and he used, like you said, like a child, be like, "Really? Yeah. Well, I'm a higher officer than you, mm-hmm. so you got to ask me nicely." And yeah. he does it again in the courtroom when he does that whole thing. I want to be called Colonel or Sir. Yep. So, like you know, the way that treat you're always beneath me. Yeah, a great fucking scene though. That what the way he even makes fun of what he's wearing, yeah. like the, that. That he was didn't want to wear that shit. That's why it was funny because the guy told him was like, "Yeah, you got to wear white." Why is that? Get us down there. They get down there. Uh, here we got camo. He's like camo. He's like, "Yeah, if you wear that, they'll try to shoot at you." And he looks at him like, "Thanks, Sam." Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Sam. Thanks, <laughs> Mr. Malavi. What'd you think about that scene? Oh my God, that scene, it's just the, just Nicholson's delivery on that just shows all the emotion. And this goes to his acting chops, right? So, like, you know, it starts off all clean cut. He's like trying to be like the nice guy. And then, like you said, once that triggers, you know, and he gets caught with his pants down, it, you see that, that, that switch. And, and it was just done so subtly, but so like out there where, and it's just like if you're watching it for a first time, or you're almost like, Mm, I don't trust this motherfucker. You know what I mean? And and it was it was done deliberately. You know, um, I just I loved it. You know what I mean? And there's so much great dialogue in this whole entire movie. Yeah. And and this is the first time that we've seen it between Tom and him, and it kind of foreshadows what you know what we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just thought it was I thought it was beautifully delivered. Yeah, I think there's a lot of moments in this film that the dialogue, as you know, Aaron Sorkin, but the way it's pushed out from all of the actors and actresses yeah. it just works you f- you, you froze you froze you didn't. You, the last thing we saw you say was the way oh yeah. well and it, it works oh it works it works just yeah. the, the way that the actors <laughs> the and way. actresses can push it out yeah. push out the dialogue oh it's telling me my internet connection's unstable Oh. Just throwing it out there. So for some reason, hopefully I don't freeze. You, know why, though? you didn't. You didn't address it as sir or colonel. Uh, I'm sorry, Colonel. Colonel, colonel Wi-Fi. Colonel Wi-Fi. Um, colonel modem. No, well, we should be good. So let's let's continue on. We'll move on to another scene that I really really enjoy. So pretty much the whole point is they're claiming the officers are claiming that they were given an order. This was yeah. not theirs decision oh, to make. Somebody yeah, yeah, told yeah. them to oh. do it. But Tom Cruise is like, no, guys, I'm not getting in the because he knows Kevin Bacon, and Kevin Bacon's yeah. no fucking joke. No, yeah. okay, Kevin hey, Bacon look. is the man when it comes to the government lawyers, <laughs> and he says it. Listen, you want to step in here? I don't want to see those guys go to jail, but you will lose. But you also got to remember what gave it away that there was more to it that that sparked not only the me but also Tom Cruise character is that they kept bringing up um, Kendrick. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Kenny's like, yo, keep her Sutherland. Up this guy? Yeah, keep the Sutherland's character. Kevin Bacon said, well, you know, Kendrick said, told him not to do it. And that's what started picking Why they keep bringing up the fact that this guy had the meeting and told them not to do it? Mm-hmm. And he even had the conversation. He's like, and the guy's like, well, why? He's like, he's like I don't know. Like, it, it kept eating at him. Why they went out of the way to say, why would you say have to say that unless there's something more to it? That, right, right. Why would you say it in a room full of people? Don't mess with Santiago. Don't touch. They overplayed their hand. True. That's why when True. they said, "Yeah, no, they we got an order," but they're like, "No, they every there's a room of Marines that said no, he didn't know." I'm like, he came to our room, well, one of their rooms, as it turns out, and yeah. said, "No, he, he told me to do it." And it's funny with them too, because even when they were trying to get the, he got the plea deal he wanted. 
Yeah. Yes, Kevin he got the like, plea. Yeah, Kevin, I, Kevin Bacon was okay him, with he's it. He's like, look, um, give, we'll give him two years. They'll get, get on six months. Six months. This on it. The one, ah, what's his name? Williamson, I think. Dawson. Dawson. Dawson, I, the black guy. I have that queued up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you good? Please. I have. I have this. I have yeah. the scene queued up yeah. of the reason why they will so not accept the plea bargain. Mm-hmm. And let me play for you right now. Good call, Mister A Town, because that's number two for me. Here we go. Permission to speak. Jesus. What do we do then, sir? When? After six months, we'll be dishonorably discharged, right, sir? Probably. What do we do then, sir? We joined the Marines because we wanted to live our lives by a certain code. And we found it in the Corps. Now you're asking us to sign a piece of paper that says we have no honor. You're asking us to say we're not Marines. If a court decides that what we did was wrong, then I'll accept whatever punishment they give. But I believe I was right, sir. I believe I did my job, and I will not dishonor myself, my unit, or the Corps, so that I can go home in six months. Sir. Yes. See? And he believed that the, the way he delivered that. I was like, oh, poor kid. Because they're kids. Yes, they are. They're, yeah. they're young kids. Yeah. They're kids. They don't know any better. And that's why they always try to recruit them at 18, mm-hmm. 17 young, because you're moldable. Mm-hmm. You're get, you, and because think about it. Anyone else, they're like, yeah, okay, fuck it. I'm out. What right. the hell? To stay, what, it was 20 years? And Kevin Bacon warned him. He's like, look, we go to court. It's going to be, it could be life. I'm throwing everything at you. He said he's going to do it. I said, I'm going to do it. And, but he knows his friends. Like, I know you don't want to do this. So convince them. Right. So he's like, all right, but fuck it. I'm out. Cause he was going to do that at the, mm-hmm. he was going to leave. He was going to yeah. tell them to get the reason he was doing it was cause he was like, you need a trial lawyer. I'm not a trial lawyer. He's a plea yeah. bargain lawyer. Yes. He's just there to be, listen, I'm getting you a good deal. Take the fucking deal. You'll be out in six months, guys. I mean, come on. He even says it. It's like a hockey season. It's quick, man. You'll be done. You guys are fucking Marines. Ain't nobody's going to fuck with you. And yeah. Marines don't get sent to actual prison anyway. They go to no. like a different sort of jail. Yeah. They can't do that. because Leavenworth. Yeah, they, they have, they're fucking trained fucking, you know. Yeah, killers. Killers, yeah. so they're not going to stick them anywhere. But, and hopefully one day we'll get to a movie that, Kind of, we could talk about that, but uh-huh. it, ah, yeah, see. Mm-hmm. So I love, I love that scene because the emotion of it, and this is kind of, you know, I've never been in the army or anything, but that's how they're taught. This yeah. is fam, this is life, this is family, nothing, you know, and it's just like, you know, and I don't want to disrespect them either because they're yeah. doing something that I would never do, I never. and I didn't do it, so. But you you feel where he's coming from, in a sense. You understand how Tom Cruise feels, where he's like, okay, well, I'm not fucking dealing with this shit. Because he thinks, well, at that point, he feels they're going to lose. Until he finally agrees, all right, I'm going to stick around. He pleads not guilty for them. And then it's time to begin. And Kevin Bacon was like, okay, game on. The gloves are off. Oh, the gloves come off Ooh. fast because once yep. the trial begins and the freaking witnesses show up, shit goes down. My favorite yeah, one. Meet at our house. I have no food, so bring some. Oh, he has YooHoo and any- Cocoa Pebbles. <laughs> YooHoo and Cocoa Pebbles. I was like, that sounds pretty good. And she brought ch- Chinese food. Yep. She like brought their, Chinese their, food. Their dynamic amongst the three of them was so good. Yes, all three worked all well three, together. Because they all like they, they had their reasons when she asked, well, why do you like them so much? Said, well, why do you like them so much? And both of their reasons were pretty good. Yes. Yeah. That's what was so like they I believe both sides. They're like, yo, they're five, 
they're fighting. They're, they're part of a thing. When he's like, yo, they beat up a, a, the weakest among them. Mm-hmm. Then, like, you saw that, and Tom is, like, literally just, I'm just here to try to get them out. And you guys, and I'm so. Here, I'm here to win. Yeah, and it's like, you love the dynamic between the three. It felt like a little crew. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I forgot his the his right hand man. I forgot his Sam. name. Um, yeah, so he's the one that he was like, no, they did something wrong. He was like saying like, no, they they're in the wrong here. You know what I mean? Like, and it's even even there was a point in the in one of the days when court was adjourned, he got into that whole little spiel, and he was just like, no, why do you hate them so much? That's the scene. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. that's what is. Yeah, yeah. Why do you hate yeah. them so much? Because, because why do you like them so much? Because they did that. They did wrong. Well, and it's and again, we'll get uh, towards the end, but um, it's different sides. There's like usually in an argument or a trial and everything, yeah. there's two sides to the case. In this one, there's like four. Oh, yeah. You know, because there's not, it's just like, well, there's murder, then there's honor, then there's, you know, just a decency as a person, you yeah. know, you're following like, all, it, it's all over, but it's it's really good. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's really enjoyable. So I don't want to get into all of the witnesses. We've spoken about one, but there is one major one that I do want to talk about, and that's No While. Yo, I, <laughs> it came up and I'm like, what the fuck? Yep, <laughs> like, he's, no, he's Wiley. <laughs> no Wiley's in it. Um, shaved head and all. Yeah, nice yep. short hair going on there. Um, my favorite part about it is how he's explaining what a code red is and yeah. so on and so forth. And then Kevin Bacon so pulls out the book and says, well, does it say does it say it in here? What a code red is, how you got to do it. And it's like, yeah. no, sir, it doesn't say that. Oh, okay. I mean, so. Then he walks off and Tom Cruise rips it out of his hand and goes, hey, does it tell you where the mess hall is? No. So how did you know? Well, you know, you just, you follow, follow the crew. Oh, okay. And then Kevin Bacon smirks and he goes, nice. This this motherfucker. And when they, when they saw each other in the bar is when he goes, that was good. That was good. You got me. You got me. I'm watching the movie being like, nice, nice, nice. nice. I'm in the fucking courtroom. Nice. I'm a, I'd be a horrible juror too. Cause I'd be sitting there being like, nice. nice. That's good. That's good. I would laugh out loud. I would laugh out loud. The judge would have to tell you, you got to, you got to get rid of him. Now we know where he's leaning. Judge would be like order, and then like, he goes to the clerk and is like, "Get rid of him, juror seven. I, I get rid of jurors. Juror number seven found that to be very humorous. Why did you see what he did? He ripped it from his fucking hand and fucking was like, "Hey, so since you don't know about this in a book, hey, where's where do you go eat? Where do you go take a shit?" And uh, it was great. It was it was absolutely hilarious. Um, but. Besides all of these, the different witnesses, they ended up finding, um, what's his face, Markinson? Markinson. Yes. He just pops up in the back of the car. Yeah, where'd he go from? He just come up in the car and <laughs> shit. Hello. He's like, what Show the up in the car and shit. He's like, yo, he's like, the man did counter-ops. Yeah. There is no Markinson. No, when Kevin Bacon told him, he's like, yeah, the man did I could be Markinson. Yes, I, there is no Markinson. That was my, oh, oh, that's a great scene. That's a great scene. Because he says, he's like, I could be Markinson. And then Tom Cruise looks at him and goes, are you Markinson? Are you Markinson? No. <laughs> well, at least that means I'm not Markinson. So that's two people that's, that's two. not Markinson. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, what? Yeah, but it's Aaron great. Sorkin, man, it, the way, he, when he writes humor, mm-hmm. it's so embedded. But it's like, yo, you can't help but laugh. And it, But it works. It, it's written great and delivered great. That's where yes. it comes to because Tom Cruise, though not the biggest comedy guy, Pollock, who is, who, yeah. who's, but he's the serious one and Cruise yeah, is the one making the true joke of the whole. 
situation. Yeah. I love it though. It's just like, are you Markinson's? Are, are you Markinson? No. <laughs> well, well, I'm not Markinson, so that's two. At least we know two of us aren't Markinson. And so he pretty much wants to use him as an, a witness because he knows he, more. He, he's the smoking he gun. Truth. Yeah, he's he the one that knows like, knows the details. Yo, there was an earlier flight. He mm-hmm. did not sign it. In. He told them to do the damn code red. I was against it. He said, yo, I'm going to put you in a place, protect you. You're, you're, you're it. You're what I needed. What what threw me off is when he went and told Kevin Bacon right away. Yeah. Like, I got him. It was like, supposed to scare him. Yeah, because technically, yeah. I don't think he had to. No, I, see, in certain times, I know you got to. Give them op- opportunities, but he right? was going to use him as a rebuttal witness. So when you use him as right. a rebuttal witness, yeah. you're assuming that the per- whoever you have on the stand is going to say something, and so you have a backup, right? So yeah, and usually if they say it's like based on what, the, like, because I think he used them the t- for the other the, two guys, the later. two dudes. Yeah, that was yeah, meant to so be the rebuttal. They, yeah, so but he was supposed to be the guy that he was used to that because he knows based on the way he was tracking along, like. Because he keeps repeating the same things throughout the trial mm-hmm. yeah. to the point where they even get annoyed. I was like, that's a good touch. Because he's like, yes, we know there was a flag. No, they didn't know the court read. Why do you keep bringing it, bring it up? When it's like, yo, no, that's the basis. But there was even a point where the judge says, we're well aware, and you keep bringing this up. Yes, yeah. we know what you're trying to prove. So it doesn't work. Like, get so to Mark, the point. Get to the point. And Mark, but Mark, but then you get that little cutaway where Mark Ginson writing his letter to the mm, family mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. dressed up, getting With nice. Knife, and everything. Blowing his head off. Fucking took his a shot right to the mouth. Miss Malave, how'd that make you feel? Oh, my God, man. At first, I, like, again, I, this is, I, I felt like I was watching it for the first time again because, like, I've seen it when I was a kid. I'm over there. I was just like, yeah, he's getting he's getting all dressed up. Maybe maybe he's just, a, this is what they need. And then I just see it, and I was like, oh, no. Like, as the letter's <laughs> getting, like, more detailed, I was like, this motherfucker's going to kill himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, it was just, and, of course, the, the shot itself was great because they go to the, like, the window when it's raining, and then all you hear is the bang. Bang. You know what I mean? And I was just like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? That's that's dramatic 101. You know what I mean? Um, but, yep. yeah, I just, he couldn't live with it. You know what? It, but it goes back to the reoccurring theme we keep talking about, right? The honor, the the whole chain of command. He felt like if he was going on that stand, he would lose everything he fought himself for. Remember, he was in Vietnam with the captain. He mm-hmm. was he was everything. He, that This was his life, right? He knew that what happened was wrong, and but he also was torn into actually doing what was right yep. and following the code, you know, and to the point where it tore him up inside enough for him to just kill himself. And it's just wild. Agreed. That, and that's what it's insane. I mean, it's a well set up shot. And then obviously you're just like, oh, shit, he's going to kill himself. Oh, he killed himself. OK. Tom Cruise is pretty much straight done with it. It's just like, you know what? It is what it is. They're going to lose until Demi Moore is like, call Jessup up. You caught him last time. You got him angry. Get his ass up there. So the next day he goes on the stand. Oof. And no, 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 you forget. No. I love the scene where he's just drunk and he's like, it's yeah, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, no, right. But then he, like, he chases up, but then he goes back and tells us. So they they strategize that night where he's yeah. like, yo, he's like, how do I? Because he says it. He's like, I cannot outright accuse him. Right, because that's then, that's where you can go. He can get yeah. go to jail. Then he's like, hold but, him in contempt. Yeah. But that's when he realized, well, no, this guy wants to say, this guy doesn't want to hide the pride. He wants to be transparent. He takes pride in what he does. Right. He doesn't want to hide. Right. But given the military, remember, like like Ms. Malav said, don't ask, don't tell. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker wants to tell. He, he wants, wants to, to talk. shout it off the goddamn mm-hmm. rooftop. And he's like, he, we know this. How do we get him? We have to get him to talk. 
we have to make it that he want. We we have to give him the opportunity to tell that because right. he wants to so badly, and that exchange, whew, uh. the tenseness of that that scene, which obviously I I do have this one. Yes, um, is. Phenomenal. Now I don't have the full full one because it's like yeah. eight minutes long. And yeah, I'm not going to play that. the full one. But those that um, you know, if it turns out to go in the flick book again, you'll they'll watch it. As as you watch it, you see where where oh, you see as where it's audience, going. You're like, oh, you know where he's go. going. You know where he's going. Because he looked like he was scared. He got thrown off. Like when he stops and he goes to drink the water. I was like, go, no, no, no. He's just trying to learn. He did it on purpose. Yeah. He and that's when the judge tells him he goes. Do you have any more questions? And my favorite part, and this is where I'll be able to get into that scene, is Jack gets up mm-hmm. and walks away and he goes, I didn't dismiss you. Yep. Excuse me? I didn't dismiss you. Sit down. Like, now he's the boss. Because he was feeling cocky, Jack. Yeah. Because yeah. when he oh. realized, oh, in his mind, it's like, I got it. And then he starts talking without being asked questions. Yeah. He's like, is this all you have? Uh a book and a flyway. I love that scene. Yep. I love yep. that when he goes back and forth. And that's that moment when Jack Nicholson tells him, I want to be called Colonel or Sir. So he got to put himself back on the pedestal. Yep. And then we get the most iconic scene in this film. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled to You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. You weep for Santiago, and you curse the Marines. You have that luxury. You have the luxury of not knowing what I know, that Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. And my existence, while grotesque and incomprehensible to you, saves lives. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. We use these words as the backbone of a life spent defending something. You use them as a punchline. I have neither the time nor the inclination to explain myself to a man who rises and sleeps under the blanket of the very freedom that I provide and then questions the manner in which I provide it. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) He caught him. He got him angry. He got him talking. He got him going. And all he had to do was pretty much put him in a place where he made him feel low to where he's like, I need to step over him. No, because I'm the colonel. I'm the colonel. Did you fucking do it? You damn, you goddamn right I did it. Bingo. And at that moment, he stops. He look and Kevin Bacon's like, God damn it. (laughs) God damn it. it Well, you're under arrest, motherfucker. Yeah, but you know what's funny about that though? Like it it, when we're listening back right now, like Jack Nicholson is it's it's fucking preaching though. Like at at Mm -hmm. certain points, he's just like he's just like, you know, you honor it, like and I know we're frowning upon and I see your face a town, but like he's kind of like, yo, you don't you you want honor, you you say all these words, but you don't 
care how we get it. Like, it's a dirty job. You know what I mean? Like, and shit like that. So there is truth behind He's all not wrong. tangents. He's not He's wrong. He's not wrong. But at this point, yes, he is. You get me? Because he ordered the code red. Because at the end of the day, and you said it right, uh, Tommy. At the end of the day, he got him riled up, pissed off, mm-hmm. preaching his honor shit and his code of conduct until... Boom, he lets his guard down and says, you goddamn right I did. I thought that was just fucking beautiful because he's not wrong. You know what I mean? And everything he's saying, but he is wrong. But here, and this is why I'm going to say he's wrong. On, on the big picture scale, yes. The problem is when you hear him speak, do you think he cares about the team? No, no, no. no. And, that's, no. and that is my issue is that because right. I'm getting, remember, even they say it toward the end, we're not fighting each other. And that is the issue. He sounds like a man that, again, that was, he was rewarded till sooner or later. They always say absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. He, when you're not checked, again, it, yeah, it is a dirty job. And there are times when you got to make decisions. Absolutely. But the motherfucker yeah. says, I'm the one. Yeah. You need me mm-hmm. on that wall. Mm-hmm. He believed, again, when you believe your own hype, it's a recipe for disaster. <clears throat> right. Because if, uh, again, remember where this all started, Santiago wanted to leave. Yes. He, he justified it. Well, if I let him leave, I have to let everyone else. It's not about everyone else. This one person isn't cutting it. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to encourage him and have his teams rally behind him. Yo, step up. If he doesn't step up, okay, go. there's the door. Why the fuck are you holding on to him? So you, so you can take pride and look what I did. Right. I kept him. He's not built for this. The motherfucker, because the one thing we kind of skipped over is the motive that they were trying to push of Santiago was ready to say, yo, someone shot over the bow right. illegally. He, into Dawson, the yeah, Dawson. Yeah. That's a big deal because then this guy's ready to snitch on your unit. Yeah. He wrote letters snitching <laughs> on your unit. Gots to yeah. go. Gots so to go. He has to go. Why are you keeping him for? You're keeping him because of your own vanity and pride. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was, that, that <clears> was my issue with him. Yes, there are people that way. It is a dirty job. But if you're sure. going to be about your team, be about your team. Right. But that Not was what it is, right? He, yeah. he he brought in the truth of what's going on just to cover his own. There you like, go. Cover his own fucking pride. You know what I mean? It was just such a great scene, man. It's a it's so great because you got, you know, and I, I get, look, Tom Cruise is a crazy motherfucker. And there was a Scientologist and all that yeah. shit. And he's just, he's out of his fucking mind. But that man can act. And Jack Nicholson that man can act. And those two just sitting there going back and forth. I'd love to know how many takes that one took. Maybe one shot. Who knows? It's Jack Nicholson. (laughs) It's Jack Nicholson. It's really possible. So it's intense. It ends perfectly. Just, and the best part is, is after he admits that we did it, he's about to go, all right, cool. I'm done. I'm out. They're like, whoa, 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 motherfucker. Um, MP, please arrest the colonel. Yeah. And then they have Kevin Bacon read him his rights, which is even funnier because Kevin Bacon's like, okay. still like, I've done nothing wrong. Are you kidding me right now? Oh, shit. And they explained pretty much why he does get arrested besides, obviously, the murder of a person. Um, But... Dawson and Downey are cleared for the murder. They're good to go, but they are found guilty for Conduct unbecoming, unbecoming, which is and, not following the get, Marine. And you know what's fucked up about that? It, it's the same result. It's the yeah, same the result. Same, right. The same scene you played of what they, why they wouldn't. It's this, but they did say they accept. But then even the the, the young one, the one that wouldn't didn't talk much, yeah. with the hot Aunt Jenny, which I love that scene. Mm-hmm. Like your Aunt Jenny. Like, I thought you'd be young. He's like, I, she said, I did too. I was like, oh, that's good. Nice. But, like, even him, he was confused. He's like, what happened? 
why we well we followed the we listened to him and what did bro um I told him he's like yeah but we didn't we were supposed to be looking out for our our fellow man our fellow right. marine yeah. we did not we did not do that we nope. did not do that we right. were supposed to, instead of fighting other people we, we hurt each other right you killed That's the person not how you build a team yeah you yeah. killed the person so I mean in the long run what happened to them they got dishonored dishonorably discharged which makes sense mm-hmm. you, you you did kill a person technically um but you were ordered to not commit not so, commit murder but you followed the that's not the way the the marines work you're not supposed to hurt yourself yeah, yeah you're not supposed to hurt yourself your team your unit your country um so it makes sense so but there is a certain respect that occurs at that moment where he does you know the whole point and we never get to find out to another question was where where do they end up where do they go because that was one of the questions dawson had for him was where where do we go after six months what what's next i came here for this well guess what dude now it's over yeah so we don't know but we don't know today yeah it's done you're gonna do some paperwork and that's it it's over you're you're gone you're going home so and that's the end that's the end of the film and i i mean i gotta tell you I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was a lot of fucking fun. And I want to get final reactions before we start moving on to our awards. And I have the non-viewers. So, Mr. Malave, final reaction of this movie. Listen to me. I said it earlier when we first started with the initial reactions. I was watching this, and it was at the edge of my seat. And I got to tell you, there was parts in these dialogues because there's so much going on that I've had to rewind and play back because I needed to actually fully understand because I was fully invested on everything that was going on, and I was trying to catch every single thing. And I felt like every time you watch it, you're probably going to catch something else. You know what I mean? And and the acting chops in every single person in this movie is through the roof, and especially Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson, of course. You know what I mean? Um, And at the end, when it goes, officer on deck, there's an officer present, and he gives a salute, fucking Oh, my God. It was almost like, damn, son, like, you're going to be all right, kid. You know what I mean? Like, in the end of my head, I was like, yo, you're going to be all right, kid. You know what I mean? And then even the way it ended when they just show the the empty courtroom after everyone starts walking away one by one and shit, like, I just felt like it was beautifully shot. And uh, there's just the whole script and the written of this movie was just incredible you know what i mean and and we could continue talking about all these themes and everything whether what's right what's wrong what's morally right you know what i mean and and what is the code of conduct and what is right because honestly if this was just a regular murder trial it would have gone a way different way and it would have been a lot differently but the fact that there's military stuff involved in it brings brings that extra meat on the bone like you said before ah this movie man a few good men. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. A-Town Ryan. Yeah, uh, one of the best things about Alan Sorkin's writing is that there's no, no such thing with him with wasted dialogue. Every line he writes is relevant. That's why, like Mr. Malav said, you have to rewind because if you miss something, like even with me, like they would say something like, no, 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 I needed to hear that because he's always going to go back to it. Every, uh, it's always going to call back. And I don't know, his, he uses his, like when he writes his lines, it's like fighting. And it's like weapons. And so if you miss something, if someone says something, like I, I'm going to bring up the West one because it's one, again, that's his magnum opus. There used to be lines on that show that if you missed it, there would be a character to react to something somebody says. And they'd be like, it would be the most insignificant line. Even in here, if you've seen a line that you thought, okay, that's a throwaway line. No. What did you say? Why did you say that? Remember, remember even the end when he caught him in the moment 
about like remember the scene when they first go into his room, Santiago, and he's looking at the clothes he had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that was a that's a big that point because that end. was one of the yes. when he went in the, when he went in the closet to get his bat and he looks at all his clothes lined up. Then he triggered. Well, okay, if he's going away and then why is he not packed? Why would he not pack? Think about how it was just a little. Thing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to get into all full detail. I'm it's sorry, hard. No, no, no. It's fine because it's hard because I know I said I don't. We not. We don't want to do scene yeah. by scene. But this is a courtroom fucking drama, drama. which yeah. every piece really every plays piece a factor. It's good movie. Plays, it's good movie. So I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, just Go to continue. say that with Sorkin, everything matters. Yes, and shout out to Rob Reiner who directed. But I'm telling you, this had a lot of Sorkin, yeah. Sorkin's well, DNA. Sorkin was in the movie, too. He was he oh, yeah. at the bar. Yeah, he's at the bar. <laughs> so that's why I'm giving more credit to Sorkin because of his writing. But every little detail matters. And this movie is just more of what I know Aaron Sorkin to write and what he does. And it was just so good. I was like, oh. Because, again, once I realized it was him, everything clicked. Like, okay, yes. That's why this one ended up. And, again, not a single action beat. Yet it's all about the Navy and the Army. Mm-hmm. Closest to the action is the opening when he's getting... Tied up and yeah. all of that. That's the only quote unquote action you got. Oh, and, it was and, all uh, dialogue and, and performance. Guns when they were moving it, that shit was so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. It was all dialogue and performance and this movie. Oh my God. Yes, yes. Love now, it. this movie was nominated for four Academy Awards, including Best Picture. Um, it did not win. Um, Jack Nicholson was nominated for Best <laughs> Supporting Actor for being in the movie for 30 minutes, three scenes, and the last scene being the longest. So, okay, now we're going to move on to the awards portion. I'm very interested for both of you, actually, because, Mr. Malavi, this might be a little toughy for you, mm-hmm. but we, we will find out. So, of course, we're going to start with Mr. A-Town's Dean list. Uh, Mr. A-Town, you got 12 choices <laughs> <laughs> between who's the best character in this movie and who's, who's making the Dean list. God, you son of a bitch. All right. This is so much. Like, we didn't even give a lot of love to Demi Moore, who was just oh, was just hitting she the was, mark. She, she was hitting. the moral compass of the, the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when when someone's going, like oh, her best scene is when she got when uh who was it where she she the doctor the end of it the doctor's giving his testimony. He's like I am a certified. Actor. She's like objection. Uh, strike his whole testimony from the record. He's like you can't do that. He's an expert. <laughs> uh, well make him not say that. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> and and Tom and Figgis is like, like they're not reacting. It's like, and at the end it's like, yeah, you fucked. He's like, I know, yeah, I didn't you, know what you to made say. A, you made a mistake. Yeah, you made but, a mistake. Yo, give, and again, she's the only female in the whole movie, mm-hmm. and she's holding her own. Like, yep. again, oh, you and you, because she wanted to be the top, the lead counsel, correct? Because she saw something wrong, so she wanted to be the leader. Um, uh, Tom, basically, it's down between Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson. Okay, and and give it to Kevin Bacon because again, he's Kevin a good dude. He's on the opposing side, but he's not a bad guy. No, he's not. He, and and again, like I was saying, when it came to him to do his part as a lawyer, and he did it, he would mm-hmm. object when they're going too far. Even the judge would be like, yeah, okay. Like They were really sticking it as if it was a real courtroom. Yeah. They weren't allowing bullshit to fly. And even to the point where it actually challenged Tom Cruise's character in the end to be really finessed with it. Mm-hmm. To really find it. Like, even with the two guys where it's like, nah, they, they had nothing. And Kevin Baker's like, you son of a bitch. So yeah, I knew we would get him before that. So it is boils down to Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay. Someone's got to get on. <sighs> is it a code? Do they both make it? Can I do that? You could do it. It's your reward. Yeah, I have to split it between the two. Because yes, with what Jack did with 
less screen time, but it was very impactful. But Tom Cruise, again, he had the character development. He was, again, remember, he was the son of a former AG. Daddy's boy got in. He literally said, you're only here Mm -hmm. to do your little time so you can have this on your record till you go get a real job. Probably get into politics, be a senator or something. He's like, you're just coasting through. Of course you're going to get the plea deal. You don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. You're just here to have fun. You're very good at it. Yes. Nine months in, and you you got an officer's commission. Why? Because of your daddy. Because mm-hmm, usually, mm-hmm. I, uh, just a little thing. To be an officer, you don't just enlist. There's the enlistment track where you like you go to your local recruitment office. So there, and there's the officer's track where you have to actually go to school. Like, like you know, the schools that they have. And you have to follow that track. Right. So there's different tracks. He went through the school track. So he probably wasn't on the front lines as much. He wasn't. They even well, said, yeah. he asked him, have yeah, you been yeah, in the he, line of bad? He, no, he, I haven't done anything. He that. went to army school. I'm not d- downing, like, because they tend to go back and forth with each other. Like, I'm an officer. Because, again, to be a leader in, like, a higher level, they expect a certain level of education. Sure. Sergeants and stuff, they tend to be on the on the boots, on the ground. That's a track. So he's, yeah, he the clean cut with his faggoty ass uniform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's usually actually, that was actually good because that was a representation of where he's going and they had to warn him, look, you're going into Cuba, it's not a game. So he had to deal with that. So he had to go from that to becoming, no, seeing this is real. Uh, understanding what's going on in the world that's deeper than just right and wrong. There's nuances to it. So between the two of them and again, their, and their li- final confrontation evens the playing field where Jack was already up there, but mm-hmm. the, the course of the movie brought Tom Cruise's character right there, even with him. Mm-hmm. And he did beat him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to give it Cole. They both make it. All they right. Have to share the award. Oh, that's I, fair. I, I can't mm-hmm. not give one down more than the other. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah, think man. that's fair. I mean, you had 12, you brought it to two. That's not bad. <laughs> you brought it to, you know, it's a, that's good. All right. So Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson are going to share. Um, Mr. A Town's Dean list are both going to get on the list uh, for a few good men. All right, let's move on to Mr. Malave's Pump Up the Volume Award, yeah. the best song and the best theme. This one, Mr. Malave, might be a little tough for you because it's not really a soundtrack like that. Yeah, man. I mean, it, it definitely was uh, tough for me just because uh, you get a lot of you get a lot of compositions, right? You get a lot of like Stars and Stripes. You know, you get uh, you know a lot of songs that are like you know Stars and Stripes forever. There's Honor. You know, there's even like the Guantanamo Bay song that mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like that has a little more diminished chords and a little more serious and everything else too. But I, I, it, it was two things for me. It was two. It was two scenes that that I was narrowing it down to as well in the beginning. And I mentioned it briefly while we were breaking down the movie when they were doing their choreography with the guns. Right. Um, but then going back to it, I realized that there wasn't much music in that. And all the sounds that we were hearing was everything with the guns that, you know. And so I, I ultimately had to rule that one out, even though I feel like it, as a scene, that's probably probably top as far as like music wise. Right. But my pump up the volume award goes to the scene and the song Hound Dog. And everyone thinks, everyone thinks, oh, Hound Dog is probably, it's an it's a Elvis song or something ah, like that. OG. No, it's not. It's the OG one. This one was sung by Big Mama Thornton, right? And, and this was a 1952 song. And when I heard it, and it was blasting out of Tom Cruise's car, when I heard it, I was like, oh, this is the soul of it. Like, this is the soul of it. And, you know, we'll get to, like, how, how the whole Elvis controversy, how he stole a lot of music from other black people and this and this and that. This is just 
right at the front, and I was so happy that they used this song instead yeah. of the uh, the Elvis song. Because honestly, it's Tom Cruise. It's 1992. If he's blasting Elvis from his car, it just makes sense, right? No, they give us the OG one, and I appreciate that. And for that, you have to pump that shit all the way up. So pump up the volume to Mama Thornton's Hound All right. I like that. It's a good choice. I was expecting you to pick Honor, to be honest with you. Yeah, but I, mean, I like that close. you pushed it out, though, and you actually went with that. It's a good, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. So, all right, let's get over to the oh-so-smooth ones. The best scene, in my opinion, of course. I like to give out those smooth scenes, and I think it's pretty obvious uh, which one is the best scene in this film. It's when Tom Cruise is interrogating Jack Nicholson. I know it's obvious. I know it's obvious, but I can't pass on perfection and perfection is in this scene both of these guys nail it kevin bacon even trying to stop him is uh-huh. fucking great we just objection 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 stop 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 did, did you fucking like, do it yes yeah. i did it and then yeah because yeah, the judge was like no shut up continue shut up no no yes the oh so smooth award is to when jessup is being integrated boy Boy, that's fucking amazing. I love that scene so much. And I, uh, you know what? It's one of the most famous courtroom scenes when it comes to movies. So that's it. That's our awards. Now we're going to move on to the eye of the non-viewer. So I'm, I have this one. Uh, Jen watched it with me. She's never seen the film yeah. ever. So this is coming from literally eye of the non-viewer. Love it. This is what she says. It was a good movie, and it had good acting. Tom Cruise's character's prog- excuse me, Tom Cruise's character's progression gave me a legally blonde vibe. Ooh, okay. You could tell Jack Nicholson was the bad guy from the first time of meeting him, and the last thing she said was, "Young, young Tom Cruise can totally get it." <laughs> so wh- I was when she said the so legally blonde, blonde thing, though, I was like. Because she's like, you get it? How it's like, how he's, it, it was here and you, this. And I'm like, it's stupid, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. stupid. But this is why they're the non-viewers, the non-average movie viewer. They can use something to them that would make sense. So if you've seen Legally Blonde, say before you've seen A Few Good Men, you might be able to understand what she's talking about. So that was the eye of the non-viewer. I think she did a good job on that one. So, so what we realized in these past two Eye of the Non-Viewers is that uh, the young Tom Cruise and young Michael Keaton they can get totally it. get it. Yeah, we'll probably hear that a lot when we do movies. Um, if they're going to be doing the, the Eye of the Non-Viewers. Um, I wonder who Mr. A-Town's going to pick for his non-viewer. I'm, I'm trying to think of it now. It's going to be very interesting. Okay, so that's it. The movie is done. The awards are done and the Eye of the Non-Viewer is done. But... Nope, Mr. Malave, I have a question for you. What is it? Yeah, I was about to say, would you would you like to I, hear I was, it? I was waiting. I, I was waiting for the cue, but what is it? What you watching? Oh man. I mean, again, I've, I have a lot of lists. I have a list of a lot of things that I need to get to, and I am watching. But, um, yeah, I, I got to go with uh, Vice Principal. 
Oh, I've been watching Vice Principals on HBO Max. um, And uh, I got to tell you, this show is hilarious. Um, As if you don't know what it is, I mean, it's it's starring Daniel McBride um, and Walter Guggins, um, who's in Sons of Anarchy and Sue. But this is, they're just, their banter back and forth is just makes the show i'm like one episode left into this whole thing and i'm just sad that they're not renewing it for a third season uh even though daniel mcbride was just like oh well you never know but um but yeah man i i'm i'm totally loving it okay mr mr a town ryan what you watching uh i'm watching the show that I've, we've waited a long time to see as part of this franchise and we're watching obi-wan kenobi oh, yes. three episodes in and i have to say it's interesting where they went with it or in terms of who they introduced. And again, I mean, those have watched it. It's just, a, it's crazy. It feels like you're watching an extension of Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. It's like they literally went right into this one because it's a lot of coming, especially from that movie specifically, a lot coming from there. So yes. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, um, that's also what I'm watching as well. Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I have to agree three episodes in. It's pretty damn good. I have a lot of fun with it. It's great to see Hugh McGregor back as Obi Wan Kenobi. He's just good, man. He's he's good. So good. He's he's good. Uh, so um, so that's that's really all that. But uh, Mr. A Town, you know, uh, I got to tell you, every time somebody keeps talking to me and they always asking me what I'm watching, the shit it always gives me that weird type of feeling. I think you might have that same feeling. Oh, me? Well, most definitely. I always feel like, ugh. I always feel. Like- Never have any privacy. Never, ever. Never have any privacy. They need to back off on that shit. Okay, now we're going to get into some fun. <laughs> Unlike last time, I can feel you guys may get some questions correctly. <laughs> Let's play trivia this, trivia that. Uh, I wish I had a cue for that. I'll have it next time. Yeah. I may do the uh, bad boys this, bad boy that instrumental. Doom, 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 doom. That's it. Because I can't do bad boy this or bad yeah, boy that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. Uh, just to bring it up again, these questions are in the movie. <laughs> if you've seen the movie, you should a- be able to answer these questions. It has nothing to do with what you know color shoes they were wearing <laughs> or what did they buy with their first check. But yeah, again, because yeah, I still ended in zero, okay? Because those questions had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the first question again. Raise your hand uh, if you got it. First person will get called on. It's like school. Okay, here we go. The film centers around an alleged murder that takes place on a U.S. military base. What is that base? That's Mr. Malave. Guantanamo Bay. That's correct. Guantanamo Bay. It's one point for Mr. Malave. Well, I could have been a bit more specific, but okay. Oh, God, we, what, what would you say? Windward Base ah. in Guantanamo Bay. Well, it is Remember, Guantanamo Bay. had to take a boat Bay. to the other side. Guantanamo Bay is the correct name, but Windward right. Base, if you got your hand up quicker, would have been the right answer as well. Would have. All right, here we go. We're moving on to question two. See, I told you. It's if you watch the movie, you can guess it right. Number two, what Major League Baseball team logo appeared on the baseball cap? Oh, okay, Mr. Malave. Boston. Boston. Uh, no. Boston Red Sox? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't give just Boston. I said, what's Boston the name of the ba- baseball team? It's too late, bro. You, you yeah. got it wrong just by saying Boston. Oh, Mr. A-Town, would you like to take that? Yes, the Boston Red Sox. Correct. That's right. That's one point apiece. Don't you, Mr. Malave, do, do you do trivia? You know you're supposed to answer the full question, right? Damn it. He's just Boston. There's a bunch yeah. of teams in Boston, though. No, 
No, there's only one baseball team in Boston. But you got to say the name of the team. You said the city. Fine. God damn it, man. Jesus Christ. All right. This one might be a tough one, though, because I usually like to save the third one for make it a little tough. You're tied 1-1 right now. If somebody gets this, they will win and get one point for a few good men. Here we go. As Caffey attempts to explain the charges that have been put against the two accused Marines, one of the two, Lance Corporal Harold Dawson, responds by reciting the code that the Marines live by. What is that code he gives? It's so the third order. one, it's the, it's the it's third, it's you got to say it in order. Yeah. You got to say it in order. And I figured the third one would be the hardest one. God damn it. Cause he keeps repeating. And he's like, yo, I good. And I, I, I know like the, the last, I don't, I, don't I mean, know. Hey, I'll, I'm going to go for it. Give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's core. No. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> it's I know it's God family something. Uh, it's, yes. Okay, uh, Mr. Malave, this is your chance to steal like and win the game, Shit. or it ends in a tie and nobody gets points <laughs> again. <Okay>. Respect. No. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> okay, so no one's getting points again this time. No one. No one's getting a point at least. Um, because nobody won. The answer is unit, corpse, god, country. Ah. Unit, corpse, yeah. Unit, corpse, two. god, and country. That is the yeah, order saying it. Yeah, of the code. Right. So you're supposed to follow by. But, hey, you guys did. Listen, we got two answers out of it, right? I could have won. <laughs> Damn I it. One. You would have won. You, Mr. Malave would have won if he would have answered a full question. Boston is not the answer. The Boston Red Sox would have been the answer. But good try anyway. You both got two points. Well, you both got, I'm sorry, you both got one point out of it, but no points because nobody won. Well, that's it. It's over. It's time to say goodbye. It's time to say sayonara because, I don't know, it's over. Because it's, it's over. Bye-bye now. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. 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 Thank Bye-bye you. Now. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Okay, so we'll start with Mr. Malave. All right. All right. Well, you know what? We're just a few good men talking about a really good movie. He did the uh, thing. Yeah, he, he said did, it. He, he said the line. Um, and, and I am the Who You Got champion, and I had a blast talking about this. We could have had a three-hour episode, people, um, and that's how crazy it is. Um, and damn right I'm putting it in the damn flick book. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's Mr. Malave. I almost forgot to ask that. Yeah, man. We'll just do it while we're signing off. Yeah, it's perfect. It do it while you're signing off. That's actually not a bad idea. Do it while you're signing off. All right. I did it. It's All it. right. So you're going in. <laughs> Mr. A-Town. Uh, yes, this is Alice A-Town. And most definitely this shit is going in. What? Hell, just on, again, again, Aaron, sorry. If, if I could have given an MVP... I would have given it to Aaron Sorkin. And I look forward to more of his other movies being brought up. Do they make it in? That would be interesting to see. Because mm-hmm. it's like, remember, do some of these movies, do they have to see it? I personally believe so. But it would be interesting, depending on the years we get, whether of his films pop up and Rob Reiner's films. Because I'm pretty sure a couple more Rob Reiner's films are definitely going to be up oh, for contention. So I can't wait. And again, a lot of these different actors and actresses that we've talked about, we're gonna, they're going to be coming back again. We've already done Nicholson twice, so yeah. Yeah. pretty sure there's more of him that he'll make a reoccurrence. So, I, yeah, I can't wait. But, yes, definitely going in. 
All right. Well, my name is Tommy James, a.k.a. Mr. Oh So Smooth, and I agree with all of you that this movie should definitely be watched at least one time by a non-average movie viewer. Again, there's a lot of people in this movie. We will talk about them again. We will talk about Rob Reiner. We will talk about Sorkin again. It's a lot to... Wow, there's so much more to go. And we're only on episode three. But since we all agree that a few good men is getting into the flick book, that means that a few good men get a second round. All, all around. around. beginning of a beautiful friendship.